What's up, stoners? You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stone, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. That is me. I am the stoner mom. Yeah, you are. But you can call me Catherine. And I am joined, as I always am on this podcast, by my wonderful and immortal beloved. Am I immortal? You're my immortal beloved. Oh, okay. Uh, Blade, Blade, Blade Oven. I tell my kids I'm immortal. <laughs> I know I've heard it many times. In this podcast, we pour a couple of drinks, smoke a little weed, and unwind while talking about cannabis and oh so much more. Welcome back. What's up, y'all? Hello, everyone. And Hi. welcome to episode 168. Welcome back. Yay! Okay, so I guess we should apologize. And we said we were back and we were, we were not back. We were just kidding. <laughs> but we're really back now, aren't we? I don't know. I feel like it's just a bad time for anybody to make promises about anything. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because life is busy. That's it's hectic and crazy. Our, our life has been very up and down, and our recording schedule has been just completely disrupted. And yeah, we're finally pulling it together, I guess. Maybe. Fingers crossed. We'll um, see. The we, jury's out on that one. <laughs> we would like to continue to be a regular podcast. We're going to be listening. However, but listen. No, okay. listen oh, I'll me, listen. Sir. I'll listen to you. We're coming up onto the summer. Yeah. And we're oh. notorious <laughs> for being Shoot. not good at the podcast. There's the kids summer. around constantly this hour. It just, it's hard to do. It's hard to bring the microphone to the main level and get out your big bongs and fill the room with Turn on the party lights. Drugs and alcohol. Where are they? They're on. They're on. They're on low. Anyway, these are all excuses. We're doing fine now. Everything is fine. We had some ups. We had some downs. We will catch up in libation. Let's go there now. No script to this episode. That's okay. Welcome to Libation Corner. <laughs> Hi, guys. There's no script to this episode. That's okay. We don't. Scripts are for fools. Oh, wow. I mean, it's very... Okay, so what glass are we using? We're Well, Catherine, you're using a Zong thing. Am I wrong in saying it's a Zong? I don't think so. I call it a Zong. It's got that, like, bent neck thing. If, it's, a, if a bong has a Z in its neck, it's a Zong. Yeah. The end. That's what I say. And then I'm using the Mav Glass Giant Granddaddy. That's my biggest. That's my one of my tallest bongs. That and my Luca. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But this one's just as tall as the Luca. What else so, do you have yeah, over there? Is, well, okay. So four strains. I think we are smoking strawberry lemonade. Okay. Which is a homegrown strain. Mm-hmm. We can talk about that strain and what's going on in Dave's Grow, I guess. No, we can talk about, about it now. Do you like it? Um, I don't know. To be honest with you, lately weed has just like had almost no effect on me. Isn't that weird? Yes. Like I feel like I don't feel high. I usually like at the very least I feel like a body like calming thing. When we were smoking that dispensary Sunset Mac. I like that. I, I liked the one before that though. The Sour Diesel. So do you think it's your weed you can't feel? I don't know. I mean maybe. I mean like I don't know. Because the Sunset Mac we were smoking is... Actually, there's a tiny bit of it in this one. Oh, nice. That's the end of it. Um, You guys, we've been kind of pre-gaming a little bit, so if I already sound slurred and high... That's okay. 
It's already been happening. So strawberry lemonade. That's it. I'm out of concentrates. We gotta get, we're gonna go to the dispensary tomorrow. Should I go dig out my vape pen? No. No, man. I'm just gonna smell vape. I've got um what is this? Oh, that's a Hendrix stuff you like, the Hendrix Luna. I have a gin and tonic here with some Hendrix Luna. This would be cocktail number two. Yesterday was National Cocktail Day. Yeah, we only had one cocktail. I didn't even finish mine. I didn't even finish mine. Um, I didn't. The other thing that I have, you guys, is a moon rock. I have a moon rock on top of my bowl here. So it's actually the last of my moon rock. And I've cut it up into a lot of nice little pieces and sort of flattened it out. Where is it? It's over there to hopefully preserve it. So anyway, <laughs> cheers, y'all. Oh, wait. I want to do it, too. Actually, I'm going to get my hub. Rick. Man, tell them about your cool lighter. Or do you not want to? <laughs> Why wouldn't I want to? Is it my secret on this? Hold on. Let me hit this. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's a big bong, baby. I will say this. Since <laughs> the last time we did our podcast, yeah, I've been to an asthma and allergy specialist, and I no longer have debilitating breathing and coughing problems. Thanks to my wife encouraging me to go. That is true. I feel like we did talk about that in the last episode. <laughs> David is cured. He got some. Uh-oh. I hear cats. Did you hear that? It hmm. must be kids in the court because our oh, windows yeah, open. Oh yeah, our windows open. It's like you're here with us, guys. You know, there's we live in the suburbs. Um, the lighter that you told me to talk about. So I discovered the world of customized, beautiful <coughs> light uh, lighter cases. This particular one is from a person called Bowluster. dot com. B e a u. Lester.com and I found them on Twitter and I fell in love with their lighters. They're gorgeous. They're so cute. So they're just, they're not lighters, they're lighter cases. So you, you, she makes them for clippers and for big lighters. And I looked up the actual company <coughs> that she's building these things on and they're called hemp lights, I believe. And that's what, that's the case. So mm. you stick your lighter in this hemp light. Well, her, she, her business is customizing these hemp lights. Her designs are so adorable. There's, I mean, I want, I want a collection of them. Every time she has a new batch, I want multiples of them. She's having one this weekend that I'm probably going to buy one from because it's another uh, Zodiac drop. Mm-hmm. And this one is the Pisces is pink and black. So, you know, I want that. Bitch. You gotta get so, that. God, I feel like there's a black rose on it. I got to have it. Um, anyway. Get it. I'm going to. Okay. You know I'm going to. I'm Just set your alarm. So her stuff, she, her stuff goes live like every Sunday or every other Sunday, basically at like two o'clock. And then you just like log onto her website and buy it and hopefully you get it. So I got this one lighter case that is so cute. It's called Zooted. It's gray. And then the art is like mostly black and it's got like a little astronaut flying into outer space. And there's a big golden sparkly weed leaf. And there's a bong on it that's glittery, covered in glitter. And I feel like I should take a picture of this. And anyway, I'm going to put it in one of my April videos. Anyway, it is so cute. She has them with like mushrooms and froggies and like Hello Kitties. And they're just so adorable and beautiful. So 
So check out this particular artist. The whole side of the case has like built in, um, it has a built in hemp wick holder. And so I have been using my hemp wick a lot more because it's just built into my lighter. That's cool. That's my recommendation for the episode. I'm just excited that you're into oh, it. I know. I feel like it's something to collect. And yeah. just the sewing designs are like just so freaking adorable. I think it's cool. They're like 35 to 40, that 40 something bucks. Yeah. Hmm. They're, they're mostly like 38. I feel like they're super like, cute. I feel like mine was 37. And I think it'd be fun to make them too, don't you think? Yes, but like when I look at it, I'm like, it just, I don't know how to work with resin at all. I know, but where does she get like the astronaut? You know, she buys those things. She doesn't make those. Oh, I know. But like this whole piece that it's all adhered to, she does make herself. That's like a mold. You know Mm. what I mean? Yeah. She designs that whole mold and then like. Jams the stuff in there. And here's it onto this. Anyway. um, That is that. You uh, love those things. Yeah. Let's talk about catching up. Let's catch up. So much has happened. We so really can't much. talk about it. Not everything. But David no. got a new truck. Oh my god, I got a truck since <laughs> the last time? David, I don't think we talked about your truck, did we? I got a truck, y'all. I mean, like, <clears throat> okay, so for those of you who don't know, I bought a new car in 2013. Yeah. And it was a Nissan Rogue. Okay. Yeah. And I, I don't give a shit about cars. Like, yeah. I'm like, if it gets you where you want to go, yeah. Good. You know, and it is it doesn't look terrible. Fine. You should know that David drives more than a lot of people. Yeah. Well, less so these days, but in my, but he, he drives a ton. Like he I doesn't do. work in the town that he lives in, and his kids don't necessarily yeah. live all the time in the town that he lives in. So he yeah. and they don't matriculate in the town that he lives yeah. in. So my husband does a ton of driving. I do a lot of driving. So, but for a long time, I wanted a truck. I was just like hell bent on like, I'm going to get a truck. And I had all these like instances where I was like, if I had a truck, I could go get this and bring it back and then make this. And I got to saying that so many times. And so I was like, damn it, I'm buying a truck. So I went up and I bought a truck. I got a Toyota Tacoma and I love it. It's been the truck I've wanted for like easily 15 years. Okay. And I got a fairly new one too. It has, so it has like space age features that I'm not used to. And it's just like, wow. So anyway, I have a truck. It's been a long time for my baby. Yeah, I love it. And I have yet to like actually haul things around on my truck. I did bring 20 pounds of hemp home in the back of my truck. <laughs> <clears throat> under the cover of my truck cover. You hauled something for work <coughs> the other day. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but I had to like ship a giant box out like a t-shirts or something crazy. oh my god this moon rock is that's it's really happening. flaming up so anyway i got myself a truck i love it i drive it all the time we, um we I love about it. it because like in colorado literally everybody has a truck we live in a court where like every person in our court has a truck mm-hmm. finally as the liberal yeah holdouts <laughs> Finally got a truck. We got a truck. And we're so pleased about it. Yeah. And you have driven the truck. And I was like, the first day we got it, you drove it around. And you were so excited. I was like, she wants a truck too. I do kind of want a truck. You kind of felt invincible. I did feel invincible. You are very much concerned. You're overly concerned. Well, which is fine. I'm glad that you are because it's a dangerous world. 
about driving in the world. I mean, like I'm an extremely you're, safe driver. You're very aware of your surroundings. Far more than <clears throat> standard and, driver. And now <laughs> this truck has like sensors all over the place, so you can't even get out of your lane without it beeping at you. Well, yeah. My car has that. I know, but I mean, like, <clears throat> I just like, and the fact that it's humongous and the fact that you were like, I'm going to drive this around. And I was like, yes. So I think that that's the solution for you. It's the front part that freaks me out. But I did realize, yeah. God, I love a big ass vehicle. My car already is kind of big to me. Yeah, it's kind of big. Um, And yeah. Anyway, I never. So you know what it was? I'm sorry. It's been a long time since we got the truck. But when I first drove it, like the first instinct I had, first of all, we had some ice patches still going on. Mm -hmm. And so I got to I just was like, (laughs) I immediately. Mm -hmm. And that's it's an ice patch that is right in our neighborhood. And I always I avoid it or I drive Mm -hmm. on it like I literally am wearing ice skates on the bottom of my SUV. Yeah, it's an ice lake. Pond. Sometimes motherfuckers go out there <clears throat> with like shovels yeah. and start like beating it. Like, yeah. The neighborhood doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah. They fucking hate it. <laughs> anyway, the truck is like, please give me a break with this. Is this, oh, was that something? <laughs> <laughs> I just drove over. But it. I all of a sudden had this realization this is why women love trucks. And I just never, I don't know, as a woman myself, I've always been, I guess, intimidated by trucks. Yeah, but now. I mean, myself, and the second I drove it, I was like, oh. No. This is not intimidating at all. It makes you feel safe. Yeah. Super safe. Right? Sometimes the bigger it is, like, the more safe you feel. Exactly. That's how I feel. When you look at it from the outside, you're afraid, like, God, I'd be so afraid to drive that that I'm going to hit everything. But you don't feel that way. <clears throat> you feel like you're driving a normal car. So... So we got that. We got ourselves a truck. Um, David has his asthma medications. I don't feel like that's podcasting. No. It's very boring, boring. but it is nice to breathe. It's nice to breathe. And I just want to point out that everybody, but the most vocal advocate of it was my wife, told me on numerous occasions, you'll go, they're going to give you an inhaler and your life will be different. It'll be changed for the better. And I'm just like, I know I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I swear. I'm gonna... <laughs> and then guess what? I finally fucking went and I was like, wow. He got an inhaler and his life has changed. <laughs> my life has changed. For I can sleep all night. Um, I don't wake up in the middle of the night. I get a good night's rest. In fact, to the point where I was like, sleep. Oh my God, my alarm just went off. What the hell? And uh, I can do things and breathe and not like cough constantly. And I'm proud of you. It's oh, Thank you. <laughs> <clears throat> and in the same day that I went to the breath doctor yes i want to see a therapist we're gonna talk about therapy oh. in conversations oh okay cool that'll be fun well anyway there you go there's a teaser for you yeah today's real theme of the episode is men and therapy men and therapy yeah. david and therapy Der- david's Why therapy not? journey mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on in david's brain <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in Dave's brain? <laughs> it's what's going on in my brain. Hi, Dave. All right. Oh, my gosh. I'm, your inner I'm your repressed memories. <laughs> 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 right now, we're just catching up. Yes, David is yes. on his self. Whatever journey he got himself a fucking new truck. Truck. His, he can breathe. I can sleep. breathe. He, okay, well. What else? Remember, remember this. When you first went on your inhalers, you started talking and extolling how you were having, there was a real mental health 
immediate benefit. Yeah. And you were talking with your nephew about it and he was totally like, Oh my God. Yes. Like when you don't have that stress, that subconscious stress of breathing or coughing, it like, Oh my God. (laughs) Impacts you. And then you're like, you have like regret. Like, yeah. Why all these years? Yeah. You feel like you're being held. Some, my nephew, without getting into it too much, has had asthma since he was a child, you know, hardcore. And he told me, he was trying to tell me, he's like, when you, when you use your inhaler, you're going to feel a different way, not just physically, but mentally. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he was like, you realize that you've been like held back and like using like not even your full breathing capacity and you feel like you're surviving. And then you go from surviving to living and it's good for your mental state and you feel like all kinds of benefit and physical benefit and mental benefit and he's right damn stoner was getting an inhaler get yourself an inhaler <laughs> and like you said the regret part is you're like why did i not why was i so afraid to do it like why is it because i thought it just wasn't gonna work and it was dumb and a waste of time but yeah definite immediate <laughs> improvement i know i said regret but like improvement in <clears throat> mental health just like oh my yeah. god like Just think of like cognitively, like your brain being flooded with more oxygen. Okay, whatever. Anyway, I'm I'm not a doctor. I have no idea. Um, Do we have anything else? We had our ninth year wedding anniversary a couple weeks ago. Congratulations to you and I. Yes. That was the right year, right? Nine? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I love you so much. I'm so happy we've been married for nine years. Me too. Okay. We went next to year's the big, next year's 10 years. I know nine years they were like come on let's get to that 10 is like baby 10 years oh I've been married for 10 years don't even try <clears throat> don't that's try a long give, time don't try to give me no marital advice at 10 years I love it I'm, I can't wait <laughs> to 10 years uh, we went to me guys, this is our second marriage I know we have teenagers this is our second marriage. so there you go that just shows you it's a long time it is a long time yeah. Um, you said we went to Meow Wolf on our anniversary. Yeah, but... We talked about that somewhere else, didn't we? Well, we talked about our first trip, so I don't feel like we <clears throat> need to talk about it again. It was fun. That's all. It was fun. We got lost. We got angry. We yeah. acted like boomers. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we totally acted like boomers. We fucking went home. <laughs> Why do we... We've already been here. After complaining. Ugh. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> uh, there you go. Happy anniversary. <laughs> I knew like after we like immediately we got lost and we immediately went to the gift shop and we were like 30 minutes in maybe. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're already at the gift shop. Okay. <laughs> I guess we're done. I did buy a tray at the gift shop. Yeah, it's nice. It's a little glass dish. A little handmade um do you hear all these crazy trucks? I do. It's okay. It's all right. Part of the atmosphere. Yeah, it's cool. I can't hear it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, we got that little dish. Okay. I got some socks. Um, I use it for my wings. <clears throat> oh, I think that, and that's great that way. It's I great. Know, for I them. can't believe this early ass nail appointment you made me. I did make. I make all of Catherine's nail appointments. Um, and currently she has like beautiful flowers sculpted on her nails. But this one's for 9.30. And that's okay, man. I mean, like, we don't need to be sleeping past 9.30. All right, all right. I gotta... Maybe I'll wear my 
yoga pants or whatever. Yeah, we'll be fine. We're gonna get I'm up gonna at like. Weed shirt we're gonna wear weed shirt. Get up at for- eight. Even if we get up at eight thirty, we're still gonna be okay. Okay. Okay, it's fine. That's an eight thirty late. <laughs> All right. Well, wow. What a podcast this is. It's riveting. <laughs> it's listen to how late we sleep. Catherine's nail appointment in the morning. Yeah. Oh, you poor lady. We got to clean the main floor. Our friend Jessica's coming over tomorrow. We got to clean the house. I was supposed to do it today and I didn't. Nah, cause... whatever. We'll do it tomorrow. Not a big deal. Will you help me? I'm not yeah, we've been working for the weekend and it's here. Everybody is. Well, listen, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you want to do trivia? Yeah, let's do it. Go ahead. I see your phone is up. And I was like, why are you looking at your phone? And then I was like, oh, trivia. Do you want to do it? You better believe it. We got some new categories. All right. Hold on. Let me reload my bomb. Okay. I am determined to be <clears throat> downed to the bone. Zooted. Look, I'm looking at a seed right now. It's so cute, though. The nice thing about having long, fake-ass nails. Okay. <clears throat> okay. It's trivia time. You ready? But... I've decided, y'all, for everyone you get wrong. Yeah. A drink or a bong rip. Okay. And it can be a small bong rip because we're old. We're not trying to kill each other. No, we're not about overconsumption. Okay. We do have a ballerina dog with long, thick toenails. Yes. So if you hear any clip-clappers. He's like, what the fuck is this chair doing here? I don't know where he is. Okay, so, babe, you got to pick our category. Okay, what do we got? <clears throat> we do pop culture and it's movie awards edition. Oh, let's do that. Let's do that. But well, wait a minute. I know, right? <laughs> but like it's Power of the Dog. I don't know. That Serena Williams movie. King Richard? Yeah. Okay, I think I can do it then. Let's go. But there's other ones. Okay, let's try. I'm willing to try. All right, you're gonna have you're to gonna hold it first, wait. and I'm gonna guess. So if, no, if I'm holding it, then I'm guessing. Okay. Do you get it? Yeah. But isn't it on both of us? Should we both take a drink? No. Okay. The person <clears throat> guessing can't see the answers. The person right. who can see the answers is not guessing. Okay. So it? that person always is right. Why do we? I swear to God, we have this conversation. All right, let's go. I have fun. All right, you ready? <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I, it's my fault. I do it every time. Okay. Okay, you ready? It's. Why'd you slam it into the chair like that? Okay, here we go. Okay, this guy is in Spider-Man 3, and he's the Tom favorite Hall. Spider-Man. Tom. He's an English Andrew, actor with poofy hair. Andrew Garfield. Yes. Okay, this is... Um, he's married to that beautiful Indian woman, and uh, this, guy was in, uh, this guy was in... Uh, the, uh, no, this guy was in... He's a famous actor. He was in the Sandra Bullock movie in space. Yes. Um, this guy played that Star Wars Sith Lord, Kylo Ren. He's tall. He has long black hair. Yes. Um, uh, we don't talk about Bruno. Okay. Yes. Um, this guy was Duke Leto Atreides in Dune and he has a magical beard. Well, that's his last name. Damn it. Um, the first, his, fir- Isaac. his first name is the movie awards that we're going to watch on Sunday. Oscar Isaac. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, this is Spider-Man now. The young guy who plays Spider-Man is English. Tom Holland. Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> Boom. You just got so hard for me. You did so good. You didn't did miss, I miss any? You missed none. 
I don't have to do any shots. Damn, I will. Okay, are you ready? Well, I'm going to be so bad giving you hints. Yes. Okay, good luck, baby. I'm not good at this. The dog's going to want to go outside. Okay. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Go. He plays a pedophile in that movie with, 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 with Keira Knightley in the green dress. Atonement. Remember, he's a pedophile. Oh my God, been in a cover Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 okay. yes. Okay, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, she is a famous actress and she was in Sophie's Choice and... Uh, Glenn Close? Or, no, fucking <laughs> not Glenn Close. What's her name? Oh. She's in everything. She's in... She's in Julia with Julia. Yes. She's, she's Margaret Thatcher. What's her name? Oh <laughs> I know who it okay, is. It rhymes with Beryl. Meryl Streep. <laughs> okay, sorry. She's a beautiful redhead, and I think she Lucille was... Ball. She was the star of Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, I don't know her name. Uh, I hope that's who she is. Okay. But that's who she, oh, who I'm trying to tell you. Beautiful white lady redhead who's in every movie. Man, you better take a bong rip shot or something. That's water. Don't even try. Don't even try. That's okay. vodka. No. <laughs> okay. Let me I mean, look. Look, look at, we got through three. Well, wait, what was it? it I missed it. Who what did I miss? What was that last one? It was one? Benedict Cumberbatch. Meryl Streep and Jennifer Chasen. I would never have gotten that. I don't know her name. Okay, let's just do one more round. Do you want to do the same deck? I don't care. What else we get? Didn't we buy some naughty ones? Like some real naughty ones that aren't real naughty naughty at all? The naughty ones that we bought were True Crime, which we haven't done yet. Okay. And then there's one with like a peach emoji and an eggplant. (laughs) Let's do that one. Let's do that one. And we did do that one alone together. <laughs> Let's do it. And again. I don't remember what the hell it was. I don't think it's dirty at all. <laughs> and well, I mean, after you hear it, you go, okay, ha ha ha. <laughs> Big banana. Oh <laughs> okay, are you ready? Um, okay. This what? sounds like orgasm, only it's a scientific organism. word. Yeah. Okay, uh, this is the thing you hook up to your computer. This is a one right here. Dock it. Dog, dog, doggle, doggle, dongle. That's correct, correct. <laughs> um, there's a, oh, this is a thing that you throw over your shoulder and it's like, it holds things. Or you have a ball. Sack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a thing. It's not a, it's not a nail. It's a, and I do it to you. It's a, <laughs> it's not a nail. Okay, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try to make it dirty. Okay, this is um, this is my liver is also a what? What's the name of my liver and my heart? They're my internal. Yeah, I don't know why it's dirty. Okay, this is like, ow, you stuck my finger, you prick. Pricked it. Okay, what's next? What prick? Okay, <laughs> pass. I'm sorry. I'll take that drink. Uh, this is what Charo said. Coochie coochie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me take a drink because I made you pass. Oh my god, did I do something? Mm-hmm. Organism bungles that screw organ prick flange. Flange? I don't even know how to <laughs> You did it! Do you see? <laughs> I feel like I should How many did you get? Five? I got six. Okay. Well technically I got seven if I got coochie coochie, <clears throat> which I did. You did. You want, you want me to do, do it? Yeah. You oh do it. god, okay. Are you ready? One last time, folks. Okay, here we go. All right, you ready? Well, we're just warming up. Be dirty. <laughs> My phone is ringing. Uh oh, hold on, folks. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to turn it off because your 
phone started ringing, which is like spam or some shit. So we're starting over. Okay, I'm about to. Pl- but what was the last one it said? Teabag. Teabagging. Okay, are you ready? So I'm going to start just again. Teabag. It didn't say teabagging. Teabag. <laughs> okay. Then you like this. Okay, what did it say? It is an animal equated to a woman's private parts. A beaver. Yes. <laughs> um, Sorry. Oh my god! I don't know what this means. Does that have to do with breasts? I have no idea. You have to say breasts. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh but my I- god! This is a. It's a euphemism for sex, and it it's like if you were a plumber or a city laying pipe. Yes. <laughs> um. This is my favorite kind of sandwich. Is this long? Submarine foot long. <laughs> okay. <yes. clears throat> um. This is a comic, and it's also a euphemism for a penis, and it's also we our body is filled with them. Blood? And our dog eats them, and Scooby eats them. Snacks. Scooby snacks? No, our body is filled with them, and dogs Bones! Boner! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Next. This is if you're playing video games with a joystick. Like this. (laughs) Okay. This is. I think this means you're giving someone a call. Phoning, calling them up. You have to look. I don't know. Maybe we both. Beaver, masticate. Masticate means jacking off. Oh my god! Jingle jangle, jingle jangle. (laughs) What does jingle jangle mean? I don't know. That's a phone call. Oh, that is a phone call. Give him a jingle jangle. Okay. That's enough for trivia. Oh my god. Okay, so that's fun. Okay, so wait. I need to take two shots. No, because uh, jingle jingle doesn't count. Uh-huh. It does. Okay, take that's. Is this still one? Uh-huh. Okay, take a break. It's a tiny straw. Okay. Okay, now I'm gonna do a hit. As your second thing. Well, I mean, I'm just pretending it's a shot. That wasn't even a shot. That was like <clears throat> four a stra- straws, cocktail straws. Come on, guys. <laughs> They're tiny. Mm. Well, I think that's it for this riveting part of our podcast. That was crazy. That was a lot of. Trivia. Laughing okay, and baby? screaming. Yeah, I'm fine. No, okay. I love you. I love you. All right. Um, listeners, we love you too. We do. We don't mean it when we say we're not coming back. We are coming back. We want to come back. I love the podcast. We don't want our life to feel this way. No, man. <laughs> we want to have a regular ass schedule, but we don't. Sucks. We're coming back. Anyway. So you better get this party started. Okay, we're leaving Libation Corner. Bye. Hi, welcome back to Listener Letters. You can send in your letters to mom and dad or <clears throat> at gmail.com. Again, it's mom and dad or at gmail.com. Share your cannabis story, ask your stoner questions, or, or request some good old fashioned advice from a mom and dad stoner. We'll field your can. Oh my God. We'll field your questions on cannabis, growing, relationships, parenting, us, you, whatever. We'll look up those answers stoned. If you want, or if we want. Again, that's momanddadderstone at gmail.com. <laughs> I'm a mess. Today's, You're doing great. Today's letter is. First of all, you guys, um, let's get some letters in. I love a nice backlog of letters. I'd like to have a nice mailbag episode of Mom and Dad or Stone where we just do nothing but get drunk and high and like read a hundred letters. Well, we don't need to read a hundred, but <laughs> Maybe 12. 
Oh, that sounds good too. Fast answers. Boom. Fast yes, responses. No. Leave him. <laughs> the smell is not good. Today's letter. <clears throat> Hi. Hope y'all are doing well. Because you haven't been on the podcast for super long. She didn't say that. Okay. I have some questions I was hoping y'all could give some input on. I have an 11 year old and he's having a lot of trouble with some bullies. Multiple oh. kiddos. Boys and girls. Damn. They called him gay. And it's now to a point where some have hit him. Oh my God. I will tell you that I've spoken to the vice principal and they have reached out to his class. It says VP. So that's what I think that means, right? Yeah, I think so. Reached out to his class and the fifth grade students. So fifth grade. Evidently, it's not just him getting picked on. Okay. Okay. We've enrolled him in bullying jujitsu classes. Okay. Good. He knows how to defend himself, but is scared of the consequences and of multiple kids jumping him. Poor kid. Mm. My husband and I have explained to him that he will never be in trouble at home for defending himself and that he will deal and that we will deal with the school. What advice would you all give? Side note, my son has expressed to us that I tend to escalate. This is mom. I tend to escalate situations and hadn't told us anything because of that. This has been happening for a while, but we just got notification about it. I will admit that I do tend to escalate situations to get my point across and to see action being taken. I am mama. I'm a crazy mama. (laughs) I should mention we are a very open family and talk about everything. My son knows what gay means. We've expressed to our children that love whomever you want. I'm bisexual. Our kids know this. So for our son, uh, it's more of he's trying to figure himself out. And these little assholes are just making that difficult. Hmm. The end. Answer. Anyway, this is such a great question for us because, first of all, like, the jujitsu bullying David has direct experience with all of this. Also, I feel like everything in your letter is what I would have done. I don't know. I honestly don't know what else you could do. Yeah. I mean... It sounds like you've done everything you can as far as be a supportive thing. The kids are not in the right. He's also not the only person... But now it just sounds like he's like dealing with his own scare, being scared of consequences, which you've already said that there aren't going to be consequences as far as us. You know what I mean? That you're allowed to defend yourself. So there's that. And then being afraid of multiple kids jumping in, which is, of course, a valid fear. But now you've got him in jujitsu and all of that. Um, so I think everything you're doing is honestly... You're doing everything to really boost, boost his confidence. And you know, also, that's awesome. Like the escalating <clears throat> situations as mom, I totally relate yep. to. I think that's kind of a inherent thing. And then we all do tend to feel a little bit of shame <clears throat> if maybe we did go a little too far as a cre- creepy mom or dad escalating things when we shouldn't. And that's always the fear is that our kids aren't going to talk to us because we did act so unreasonably. So just tell yourself that the fact that you even are self-aware of this problem means that you're ahead of everybody else in the game. For real. Like the people that really have a problem with this are not even self-aware of this. You know that this is a problem. And so you know that it's something that you have to work on. You don't escalate it when it's not worth it. And when it is worth it, you do. And in my opinion, bullying at the school to the point where your child is being struck for sexual orientation presumed is like a humongous reason to escalate things in a reasonable manner. Oh yeah. So don't beat yourself up over that. <clears throat> Just know it's something you always have to be aware of 
The schools should not tolerate that at all anymore. That's an outdated concept. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it sounds like that they are they are kind of dealing with it, or they've talked about it at least. So that's my input. I really don't have a lot of um, advice other than support because I think that you guys are really doing everything fine, and that you're aware of situations, and your your child seems to be um, on the right path. David, take it away. Oh my god. First of all, I hate bullies. Okay. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was bullied um, by some kids. And I was in a, I don't remember what grade I was in. I think I was in like er, er, the first year of middle school or maybe something like that. Yeah. And some t- gigantic bully kid in the back of the bus just like literally helped me down and beat me up for no reason. And I remember like nobody cared, nobody did anything. And I felt just messed up. Right. <laughs> I also took martial arts when I was a very young age. I was immediately like, I want to do this. And I took martial arts. I did it for Because decades. he went home. He said, mom has happened. Yeah. And mom enrolled him in jujitsu. Well, not jujitsu, but she, oh. she enrolled me in like a, it's called Sovereignty Kempo class, which is dumb sounding, but it's true. Oh. It's Chinese Kempo. It's like Kung Fu kind of, right? Because that's what we had around us. And I was like, okay. So I did it and I learned my mom would literally say things like, you have permission. Like if your stepbrother is messing with you or anybody's messing with you, you can use whatever you learn and get, I will not be mad at you. And I was like, okay, thanks mom. You know? Okay. So yes, my mother (laughs) recognized that this is something that she wanted me to do. To build my confidence. And I got to say, it works on a lot of ways you don't expect. Because <clears throat> first and foremost, the, you once you build confidence in yourself that you feel like, oh my gosh, now that I just like anything else, if I study it and do it, mm-hmm. I'm really good at it. And then you have that knowledge of like, you can actually like, you don't have to worry about being bullied or beaten up because you can literally beat up people. And But here's the thing. The, what they always teach you is, first and foremost, this is the last resort. The first, you know, you have to de-escalate the situation. It's never, ever punching people first, you know, and that that also gives you a different kind of confidence where it's like, okay, now I know that <clears throat> I'm capable of like. There's a reason why I don't want it to go further. So anyway, what I'm saying is like, you made the right choice. You're doing everything you can. I think your son is going to walk away with a huge lesson from this and feel extremely confident in himself. A lot of people like David end up in some sort of martial arts for a very specific reason as a young person. And it absolutely is one of those things that some like learning an instrument or something Mm -hmm. where a person takes that into their full adult life. And my husband is an example of that. And that can absolutely be the thing for your son. And even if it's not something you take on for the rest of your life, it's like you always have that like knowledge in the back of your head from those classes that you took that taught you like the basics of like how to control yourself, fighting (laughs) and control and civility and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, (laughs) kudos to y'all. I think you're doing a great job. Thank you for doing that. (laughs) <laughs> as one kid that had to happen to him and they're like i feel like it's like it was great and i was like wow my mom was like dang i'm gonna do this and it's gonna be great for my kid you know yeah so good job no advice for multiple kids jumping in as a man when i heard that that kind of scared me a little bit i gotta say but what <laughs> i think is that <laughs> so your son will be able hopefully to be like i can uh, 
see that there's a threat here and I'm going to get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? Like, and if something happens, I'll be able to defend myself a little bit enough so I can get out of there, get out of that situation. You know, bullying is definitely serious. It's something that we would take seriously. We don't have personal experience of it with our kids. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, if it happened, I'd be really alarmed. So, and I'd be do, taking all the stuff that you're taking. Yeah, so. I think the first thing I'd want to do is talk. I mean, you just have to be yeah. really. Um, What's happening, teacher? How, you know, why is yeah, this happening? Like involved with the school. Let's talk to those kids. Like, what the hell? Like these experiences shouldn't even be available to these kids. My kids like, trying to get an education, they have to fight. Exactly. People. That's the thing. It's like infuriating, and that's why you lose control, and then you feel all guilty for like yeah. losing it at the school or whatever. But yeah. it's like. My child has a right to this education and they're not going to be... They have to fight to get an education? From, they can't even concentrate on the education part. Yeah, things are fucked up enough. Yeah, we enough. Don't this. We no. don't need this now. So, I'm so sorry yeah, for I'm sorry too. your child and for you guys. But you guys got this. You got this. Uh, all right. So, You're doing all right. thank you Good so job. much for your wonderful letter. Um, and let us know how it goes if you like. Yeah. It's nice to know there's people like you out there. So. Oh, 11 year old. There you go. Okay, 11. Wow, I don't, that's I don't tough. Know why I glossed, glossed over <laughs> multiple, And multiple kiddos. So it's like that would also be yeah. like. Yeah, but not, I mean, to me. be honest because. It's true, but to me, at least 11 isn't like they're not teenagers really yet. They're about to be teenagers, but it's like they're not full fledged. Like, Would you ever take a kid out of school for bullying? Um. Yeah, I would. I think I would. Yeah. Um, because if it was terrible and it was just a toxic school, yeah, um, it's like, well, that's not anybody's fault, but this weird social group of freaks that has been continued to let thrive. So yeah. I don't want my kid in that environment. Yeah. So we're going to go somewhere else. Exactly. Sometimes that's all you can do. Yeah. If I don't think there's anything wrong with messed that. messed up and multiple kids, you know, mm-hmm. like it can't be controlled with multiple kids being the target or like there's like an intense, toxic, anti- you know, LGBTQIA plus like environment or whatever, that would be reason. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so anyway, there you go. I'm I mean, sorry. We're really stonedly rambling. The we end. support everything. Okay. Send your questions into, you know, children are children and they need to be supported all the time. Fuck these kids fuck trying them. to be violent at school. Uh, no. Uh, okay, never mind. I don't care what the fuck the kid wants to do. Yeah, man. Fuck off. <laughs> fuck you. No Leave violence. us alone. This is ridiculous. Okay. <sighs> Education. Sorry. Okay. All right. Send in those letters. Mom and dad are stoned at jail.com. Goodbye. Hi, Catherine, what are we doing now? Hey, wait a minute. Can you help me with this situation? You got all the tools. I don't have any of the tools. Okay, well, it looks like we're a little unprepared because it's time for Stone Conversations with Bladen and Blatherin. Yeah, it is. But we're doing a reload right now. A re-up. We're re-upping. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember there was like one of the... One of the mobile car- carriers, the mobile phone carrier, whatever, the cell phone, whatever the hell it's called, 
the providers. Like, you know, there's T-Mobile and Sprint. and AT&T. Yeah, I get what a mobile provider is. Do you remember one of the mobile... Well, I think it was Sprint. What, it was like Rio. Remember? <laughs> no! <laughs> I do not. Are you sure? I swear. It was like... You know, it was like prepaid phones. It was like time to re-up. And was I was like, Boost are you saying it Boost Mobile? It was something like that. Was yeah. Boost sure. sounds more appropriate for re-up. And anyway, that's how I learned about re-up. <laughs> well, there, I just re-upped your bowl. Thank you. And I put a little, Boost special, Mobile I put a little special something, something on the top of it. Oh my God. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now I am going to re-up my bowl. And I have some of that moon rock I'm going to put on there. Well, that tastes good, whatever that is. If you get any weird toasty whatever, it's seeds, okay? <laughs> okay. Just let I understand. <laughs> you got to be aware. I know, man. Those I'm looking are at killer. one right now. Pull it out with your fingertips. Put it in that bowl. Okay, you guys. Today's conversation is completely unscripted, and we're going to talk about David's therapy journey. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. So, are you properly high? Maybe you need to take another hit. Oh, no. I'm Take fine. another drink. I'm good. I'm good. Take another hit. I'm good on all the fronts. Man. I'll take another hit. Jesus. All right. Right. Look, I'm going to take a hit with you. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Now, David. Yeah. Okay. What's cooler than going to therapy? Nothing. Okay. So, about... Six weeks ago, I decided to see a therapist because I have unresolved issues with the death of my mother at a very young age. Okay. And it's something that like weirdly like creeps into tiny aspects of my life and fucks it all up. And then I end up wondering like, why am I saying these things? Why am I acting this way? And it's, you know, so... When you basically, you recognize that, like, I just want to fix this because I don't like feeling this way anymore. I mean, what the fuck, you know? So I went to a therapist. So the therapy that I'm currently taking is where <laughs> every week I've had to go in and talk about my life in chunks. Like, we're this is my early life. This is my late early life. This is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Kind of laying out the landscape, right? And then with an emphasis on, oh... Well, that could have upset you when this person acted this way because your mother died and you know blah blah blah. So you start to relate like you start I'm starting to figure out that like a lot of the things that bother me in my life is because I feel like people are gonna leave me constantly. Like my mother died, okay, as a single mother. So I mean like it's really been rough and you see I see that in many weird, unexpected places in my life. So I'm trying to understand why it makes me act a certain way, think a certain way, be choose certain things. And it's very helpful. So I'm just starting to recognize things. But today yes. <laughs> in my therapy, I under my therapist asked me if I wanted to undergo hypnotherapy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hypnotherapy. Wow. So um first of all I'm I'm sharing a lot of personal information. Do you want to? And that's okay. I don't care. No, I think it's important for people to know. Well, that was kind of like the premise. So like, I mean, people go into therapy for all sorts of different reasons. Yeah. 
And it's not necessarily like, look, I'm having unresolved issues with yeah. my mom. It's really like sometimes you just feel overwhelmed with life. Yeah, you get anxiety. And that's really kind of what was going on with my husband as far as like people have PTS. You've got anxiety. You've got depression. Not you, but people in general. You yeah, know what I mean? And it's all, for sure. all of these things are, are just kind of standard for the human condition. Yeah. And going into fact, talk therapy is extremely beneficial for it that is, kind of is. stuff and it's outside of like psychiatric like taking like pharmaceuticals or anything and i've done talk therapy and I've been a huge proponent for it i used it primarily when getting out of a divorce and how to navigate with my children so that they would their <coughs> minds would be intact yeah. and stuff through all that kind of stuff so uh that's all this is a very pro therapy household yeah. we actually have children in therapy from many years and all sorts of interesting types of therapy just like we've done i've done um animal animal therapy with my kids and art therapy all sorts of stuff over the years um and now it's as they get older we're doing only more interesting uh and grown-up applications i guess or techniques i guess um so anyway that's just laying the groundwork for what our household is. So it's yeah. so interesting for David, who really hasn't been in any sort of like formal therapy no. at this point in life to be going through this journey. And he's willing to be kind of open about it, which is a great thing because a lot of men struggle with so many things and like so many burdens and like emotional yeah. stress and anxiety and like the biggest thing about like trying to talk my kids into therapy and stuff has always been like how amazing it is to have a an advocate, like an, a paid expert advocate on your side for you only and how like privileged you are to have access to that. Like that's an amazing thing. That's how I feel about therapy. No, I agree with you. And I think it's important to like, uh, you know, make sure you like try it different people if you need to. I don't know. But anyway, be open and honest because if you're not, it doesn't do anybody any good and you're not really getting the most thing out of it. And like you said, you're paying this person as a service, like a professional service that you can trust in. It's like you're, you're here for a reason and you're on my side. And it's yeah. you know, however you need to justify it. It's okay. But it's important. And I got to tell you, I mean, like, I am not <clears throat> like um, I'm not anti-therapy at all. And I am the kind of person that just puts the stuff off forever. Like, like I was talking earlier about going to the stupid asthma person. I procrastinate to death because I don't like change because it gives me anxiety. Okay. So going to do this was like in itself, like obviously I can't even like get over the anxiety to go see a therapist, but I did. And I'm glad I did. So yeah, you've gotten over it every single time. For me, it's just anxiety is hard for me. So in change, which is anxiety for me. So I did it and it's been, whether it's the right thing or not i don't like it doesn't matter right now it's like i'm just trying to like i'm the fact that i'm talking to somebody make is working for me okay so but what i will say is i went through hypnotherapy today and it was bananas <laughs> for me and first of all i had on many different levels it's like 
I don't even know if I believe in hypnotherapy. And I've heard about hypnotherapy and I was like, I don't know if that's real. But folks, let me tell you something. It's real, man. <laughs> I mean, like, at least like, I mean, like, on some level, it's real. Because I was like, I'm not going to get into the details, but I just basically lay on a recliner and this person is like kind of doing the traditional, like, you're getting tired or you're going down levels and focus on something and like now you're getting sleepier and focusing on your breath and blah 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 so then then you get down to the you know and it's like okay now you're gonna relive this thing in your life that has traumatized you that you like talked about numerous times you know you're open about it and now we're gonna really talk about it so then it's like you talk about it and then it's like how did that feel don't tell me what you think about it. Tell me how, what the feeling is like, where in your body does it feel like what, like when you think of it, what part of your body you like feels away. And for me, it was like a knot in my chest. And then when I, you know, you get deeper and deeper and then it's like, then after you confront it, then what, where on your body did it feel? And I was like, out of my shoulders, I feel my shoulders, you know? So I'm going through this whole thing and just, you know, rationally, I'm thinking I've talked about this a million times and like, okay, whatever. I'm still like, I'm not hypnotized or anything. Like that. And then when it, when I was coming out of it, he was like, okay, let's come out of it. We're going up. My fucking, a pain shot through my thumb in my left hand, like, like a lightning bolt. And I'm like, feel like the room is spinning around. Like I'm drunk out of my mind and like I'm spinning around in a circle, laying down on a, you know when you get the spins when you're drunk, right? I was not drunk, folks. <laughs> and wow. and then I was like, okay, fuck this. And I'm like, I open my eyes to try to be like, okay, I'm awake. I'm not asleep, obviously. I'm, and I it wouldn't, I couldn't make it stop. And then I felt when I opened my eyes, I felt like my whole body was vibrating. And then it finally it stopped, and I was there was like my tears were all over my eyes, and I was like, felt like I had been hit like by a truck. Like my body was sore and I just like couldn't like I finally like regained myself. But I mean, I was aware the whole time. You know what I mean? Like no one's asking me to act like a chicken or anything like that. I just was like, it was very emotional. And like to the point where I was like, had to go and just be like, I called you immediately. And I was like, this happened. Oh my God. I mean, like, I, I can't believe it. And of course you're going to want to do it because you're like, I'm, you're curious, right? Like, Oh yes, definitely. So I'm like Louise Fletcher and Bob Burgers like, yeah, absolutely. Hypnotherapy, you know, but it was like, it was real and it freaked me out. But anyway, I think it's good to, I think when you feel things, then it's like, it's like, um, it's like when you pour a drink <laughs> and you put the bourbon on the bottom and whatever your mixers on the top, but all the bourbons on the bottom. So you gotta like mix it around, get it up to the top. So it's you know what I mean. So it's like that's what's going on. It's like you're like purging, purging all that crap, and like then you're. And I gotta tell you, I felt felt really good later. Well, that's what I was gonna ask. Is like, how are you feeling after that? Man, I feel, out of body <laughs> experience today. I feel better. I feel. I feel like it's been a few hours. You're drinking. You're smoking. Yeah. So. You hear this is I hate the thing that I hate the most about drugs and anything is that the you know the um the perception is like oh like if you do a drug you're gonna see things and it's gonna be like and then that's actually what happens. Oh that's how I feel about this is like well 
About therapy? Part of my, the weight of whatever I've been carrying in my soul has been lifted out of my, you know, it's gone. You know what I mean? And you hear that, it's like a cliche. It's like, oh, I feel like lighter. The burden is, you know what I mean? But that's how it literally feels. You feel like something like got dug out of you and thrown in the garbage and you feel better, you know? Yeah, (laughs) you do. And, you know, maybe to make it feel like more realistic, it's like, just because you you can feel that way again and it can build up again mm-hmm. and then you can and get purge rid of it, it again yeah. through some sort of something experience, be it therapy or freaking drugs. Or, <laughs> or maybe it, you don't have to go see somebody whatever. and like, you know, do a hypnotherapy thing, but maybe there's something. Well, even like, just talking about yeah, it. Like, oh, I recognize this and this is how I feel. Like for me, that was my biggest issue with mushrooms. Is mm. like I just was not like when I did that five gram situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lord and oh, oh, oh! <laughs> wow, dog fight. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, I see. I didn't realize I was signing up for yeah all of my trauma. Yeah, I have to talk talk about it internally to myself for hours on end mm-hmm. all night long. In the darkness. But that's, I mean, they say that that's a useful therapy. It is a useful therapy. Mm-hmm. And when you think about like microdosing mushrooms, you can kind of see it like, gosh, like. They made it legal and did So maybe like, like microdosing is like, you're just like more thoughtful and like more like self aware and like, more, yeah. I don't freaking know. But like, I can see how it's not buried. But it's also not like, oh my god, purge it all out. And also there's eyeballs and floating flowers yeah. that eat you. <laughs> but like, yeah. You know, for me, I always say I feel like I'm jumping off a cliff in- indefinitely. Like, I feel that anxiety intenseness, you know? Yeah. But I think... That <laughs> whatever. Hypnotherapy, yes. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> not mushrooms. Yeah, not mushrooms. But I hypnotherapy, whatever. I mean, like, for me, I had a fucking crazy experience today that like changed me in a good way i think you know i mean like i don't know man i feel like oh my god what did i sign up for <laughs> i thought it was gonna be like oh yeah your mom died when you were young it's really sad but it's like you know you have to like figure it all out like why it makes you sad i just wonder what like the whole, to me like therapy is like a like you're in it for a long time you know what i mean yeah. if you want to be so and you're really working on stuff because yeah. it takes a while. It's like, oh, yeah. Because you're going once a month or a week. I mean, yeah. Uh, oh, dear. Like physical therapy, you know, it's like you kind of got to do it a lot. Anyway, if you want like fast improvement, right? I just think people need to take mental health more seriously because I always knew it was a, <laughs> I'm a fucking Gen Xer. Okay. Like my mother was a boomer. Okay. <laughs> So it's like, you know, there it's on the cusp of like, is this real or do you just need to suck it up? You know, but I feel like my generation's more open to like, no, you don't need to suck it up. You're traumatized about shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's not cool or anything like whatever. I think it's like widely accepted that like it's normal. And it, you're, if you think that you can just like suck it up and push it down. Remember that? Did you ever watch King of the Hill? That animated show? Remember when Hank, like, he talked about his, like, swallowing his whatever whenever you get upset? It was a mental health episode because he's talking about burying all his fucking bullshit. Mm. 
And, but, you know, and then he had an explosion and yelled at his friends. And it was like, so, so it was like that the whole episode was about his mental health. You know what I mean? And 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 suppressing it. And you just can't do that. It's dumb. Well, believe it, I'm very proud of you for talking about your mental health. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, and I think the other side of... I mean, David had a very interesting experience today. Yeah. And he's in therapy talking about all of these things. But the other side of therapy really is like the sort of daily, day-to-day handling of life. And stuff and when i've been in therapy that's what it's been more about is like what's been what's going on now and how are we going to navigate what's happening in the you know yeah the now it doesn't always have to so don't feel intimidated if the idea of delving into all of your fucking skeletons (laughs) is terrifying that's totally normal and that's what not what really therapy always has to start out as at all. Like you can absolutely use it to just get through difficult parts of your life. Yeah. Which um I've, I we've done like personally in our lives a lot. Yeah. So that is my advice for that. It, it go, there's it's a humongous spectrum. <laughs> Dog and his fingernails. I Don't tell you what. Um, well, that's so, yeah, fun. The other thing I wanted to say is. Um, this is an interesting time for therapy where a lot of people are really interested in getting therapy because we're all really going collectively through something right now with the way things currently are. It's really hard to afford living. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff that's been going on yeah. year after year that is really depressing um, and has a, a true toll on your psyche. Um in all, and that's just taking out however other ways it might have horrifically affected you mm-hmm. your income, your life, or your loved ones. Um, so anyway, it's a normal time for everybody to be kind of seeking out therapy. So there's all sorts of horror stories about finding therapists and how do you even do it and how you pay for it. And David was super as a man. Was very specific that he wanted to have a guy yeah. therapist, and that was interesting because when you look online and are googling things, you can there are websites that you can go to and look at the therapist, and like they've uploaded like their profile picture. <laughs> you kind of go by that, like, and I was I was just you telling him like you got to go by like literally first of all it's like what is available at the dispensary. Like forget about strain. It's like yeah. what is even available. Yeah. Who's gonna call your ass back? Right. <laughs> so there's that. There's like booking issues like across the country right now for people trying to get mental health yeah. um, care. So there's all of that. David really lucked out, but there are absolutely websites where you can go and like check yourself. Health insurance, health insurance provider for mental health, and they like they have a list for you in your area. No problem. I mean, like that's one of the avenues I checked out, but but also be prepared to get rejected because I mean, like I was rejected on the first round because it was just like, well, we they asked me questions. You have to be very open and honest. And then I say, we really just don't have anybody that can help you with that specific thing, you know? So, and they're trying to help you. And then they give you recommendations. I'm going to send you a list of a hundred other people you can talk to, you know? Let's talk briefly about cannabis and, and your therapist. Okay. <laughs> because this is mom and dad are stoned. Oh, so yeah. it's like, are you 
honest. You should be honest in therapy as much as you can be. About smoking weed? About any everything. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, my therapist is very pro-cannabis. Yeah, so... I mean, like, he's not like, hey, would, first and foremost, if you do smoke weed, because that's going to help you. That would be a huge he, he turn off. Yeah, he doesn't do that. Um, But that is definitely a thing. So, I mean, especially, like, for me, when I'm in therapy, like, I'm also looking for diagnoses. I'm, I'm getting, like, my freaking antidepressants filled. This is a few years ago. Um, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They to be honest about all of that shit. And there's another fucker that's, like, not supportive of my job or whatever. Yeah. Like, well, we don't have that problem. Yikes. So, yeah. Something to ask about. Yeah, just ask. I mean, yeah. I mean, they always want to know what you do anyway, so whatever. Who cares? Yeah, but like, if you feel like the person like does not agree with you on like politics, drugs, like for us, like drugs are like politics, and it's like I don't really have patience for. I'm certainly not opening up to some motherfucker that I'm not like seeing eye to eye with or whatever. So. You definitely want to feel like you can open up to the person. So. Absolutely. There you go. All right. Well, I guess that's it. Go get some therapy, y'all. Do it. It's making me every Friday. I'm like, I want to go to therapy. I've asked too. you if you want to, you should. I mean, like, it's fun. I'm not in a position. You're like super ready to be open. And I'm like, no. We can do it. We have good health insurance. So thanks to the cannabis industry. So, you know, just let me know. My cannabis-funded position in my daytime job, which is fully funded by the cannabis industry, yeah, which I have health insurance through, which is excellent, by the way, uh-huh. you allows you to go to see a therapist. Next year, we're going to get the better therapist. The yeah, I made a poor decision. You got, you got the bad insurance. I, I got the lowest wrong, but it still covers everything. It's I mean, like, it's nuts. <laughs> but we can do better. We'll get better. I just was testing in the waters, okay? I'm so thankful. Me too. I think that this is our year. That's progress. Honey, we've had this podcast forever. And we've bitched and moaned about like the unprofessionalism in the cannabis industry for many a year on this podcast. Yeah. And now you're literally in it and you're like extolling. Am I using that word correctly? Your your cannabis health insurance... Oh my god! And I'm happy to say that the frustrations I have are because it's like no, because it's like a normal corporation. It's not like a fucking cannabis corporation. It's like oh yeah, it's like I'm experiencing normal everyday ass job related things. Like and that feels good. That's like yeah, man. I'm in fucking corporate America, like a normal ass human. But guess what? Professionalism. I manage all these brands that are weed related, like and concentrate. I mean, it's like nuts. I love it. I think it's awesome. It it covers every amazing aspect of the weed industry, not to mention cultivation, which is near and dear to my heart. So that's all I'm going to say. I love it. Thank you for my insurance. (laughs) Cannabis industry. Also, this moon rock that I'm smoking is from Mm -hmm. work. All right, for, that's for it for Stone Conversations. <laughs> I hope it was helpful in some, yeah. in some way. Goodbye. Sorry to brag at the end. Bye. What's going on in Days Girl? <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you. You're, You're like that righteous gemstone lady when you sing that song. Oh, which one? Um, the do- the lady who sang the run around the mouse with a pickle in my mouth, misbehaving. The deceased mother? Yeah. Okay. Or the daughter. I don't no, know. I don't like the daughter. The mother. The mother. The daughter is the antithesis of me. Okay. Not true. I just meant like the beautiful singing. Yeah. I don't relate to this daughter at all. Okay, the mother. I, I said the mother first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so no, you're sorry. I offense. Don't get mad. It's the mother. It's John Goodman's to wife. Myself the, and beloved wife. Okay, that I will accept. Um, what else did they say they were misbehaving? I don't know. Anyway, there's lots of misbehaving songs, but um, when you sing that, that's what reminds me of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> up there with baby Billy. How's your girl? Okay, well, I got so much to report on. Okay? You really have so, many weeks of... Oh my god. So the good people at Fose, F-O-H-S-E F? F is in Frank. It, well, actually it stands for something. It's an acronym. Acronym? It's Future okay. of... Science, future of horticultural science engineering is what FOGES stands for. I didn't know that, but now I know. And those good people sent me two lights. And I got to say, I I came home from my work and in my driveway was a pallet, a fucking pallet of lights. And I was like, what the fuck? And I mean, like, they were huge square boxes that were, like, rectangular. Delivered in front of the garage door so David could not pull his new truck in. I was like, what the Jesus Christ. I had to get out of my truck, undo the pallet, pull the lights in the house, fucking (laughs) he-man them down the stairs. humongous. Box cutter of the boxes up, throw them away. Fucking all when I got home, right when I got home, I was like, thanks. Okay, so, but anyway, I was, first of all, I showed Catherine, I was like, can you believe how big these fucking no, lights are? I cannot. I was like, I'm not, so I'm used to like black dog LED lights, where a, which is a square. Okay, and I'm like, it's like, you know, at the most it weighs 50 pounds, and it's like, but it's a dense square. And it's not that big. I mean, at the most it's like two feet by two feet or something. But these things have to take up an entire car area in my garage. So anyway, I take them downstairs. They're huge. I set it on my tent. It covers the entire inside of my tent. It's flat. It's kind of actually pretty cool. Okay. And so that sounded like I'm bitching about these lights, right? Okay. No, they're cool. So they're they're very cool. They're just very big. So, but the controller, you hook it up to the controller is basically an Android tablet and has all the incredible information. And it's like control system. Do you want it to be like spring, summer, or fall? Like basically, it's like, what are you trying, what kind of light are you trying to emulate? And I'm like, well, if you must know, I'm going to do spring because these are babies. So I do that and adjust the spectrum. And then it's like, Okay, well, do you want to wake up your baby slowly? Like, how many minutes do you want us to ramp up to full brightness? 40 minutes? So it's like it builds up, all this other shit. So I got some clones, we'll just say, and I've been using Success Nutrients because I work for Success Nutrients. I've never used them. And my plants are fucking unbelievably humongous and massive. And like, it's only been like two weeks and 
I mean, like there were cuttings, they sprouted roots. I put them in my ProMix stuff. I put the adva- the fucking success nutrients on there. I put them on these amazing new lights and they're humongous now. So, I mean, like, I think this grow is going to be like Dr. V- Victor Frankenstein. And I'm going to like create a giant monster plant for six of them. And they're going to be amazing. And I'm going to have like trichome sparkling weed and we're going to dance in the beams of the lights bouncing what are the these strands we're talking about oh man it's like i don't remember it's not offensive name it's like skunk muff something oh so i don't know i'm just gonna call it like poo poo platter i think is what i'm gonna call it i don't know we'll have to come up with a different name but it's just like i we can't call it skunk muff <laughs> what you know, like it's like <laughs> Something terrible. So maybe I'll just call it SM. I don't know. Smart. But, um, you know, it can't ever be anything tasteful like lilac dewberry or something like that. It's got to be First like... First of all, dewberry is the name of a a very famous mistress, an escort, oh, a, a royal mistress. Dewberry. Maybe we should name our um, hamstrings after She that. was Henry the fucking... What's his face? Not Henry. Louis. The fucking hmm. what's his face? The 14th? No. 16. The Sun King? Mm-mm, not the Sun King. After the Sun King, but before the decapitated king. Oh, shit. Platform, <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker. And grandfather king. Anyway, that's who Madame du Barry is. Wow, that's cool. She's played by Asia what, Argento in... Um, Marie, Marie Antoinette and that woman, Asia Argento. That's I mean, conspiracy theorists are like that woman is responsible for <sighs> That's what people say. We never want. We should watch that. Do you ever want to watch that movie about him that came out? Yeah, that his ex-wife was all in that they fucking excluded Asia yeah. from because I feel like they there's bad vibes, man. Because the reason why people say that, it's not just out of nowhere, because she was photographed like that weekend with another man right. like, in some European city or whatever. Right. And like, you know, Rodin is so super depressed or whatever, but you know, nobody's actions, whatever. We can't be responsible for somebody else's suicide. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a thing. But also, like, I feel like, oh man, some people don't like her. I liked watching she the show. Has ta- she has pornographic. Uh, to she not did. pornographic. I'm sorry, pedophilic. <gasps> I'm not even lying. I'm not even lying. Okay, let's not talk anymore. Okay, I don't even know how I appeared on what's going on days ago because she, <laughs> she played Madame Dubery or whatever, and now we're talking about pedophilia. <laughs> this is a come on, Madame, Madame. We don't speak of such things. This is an accurate representation of what goes on in our house <laughs> as far as conversation. Yeah. Well, that's David's just trying to live. I'm just trying to live. Huh? <laughs> and you're bringing fucking scandalous pedophiles up into my grow? <laughs> anyway, it's looking amazing. <laughs> That's all I gotta say, I guess. I also, also, if anybody wants to buy, I have four Black Dog LED Fighter Max 2600s for sale. Contact us at momandanderson at gmail.com if you want to buy them. I'll give you an excellent screaming deal. How are you going to ship these out? I got boxes. 
Isn't that going to be so expensive? I don't know. I'll include it in the shipping price. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. I just want to get rid of these fucking lights. Okay. Whoa. Are you going to save a couple? Yeah. <laughs> if I get rid of these, I still have three. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I don't need this many lights. I mean, like, one, I, first of all, I want to, first of all, thank you, whatever higher power for bestowing upon me these blessings. Because when I first started growing, I was like scraped together money to buy a grow tent kit. Remember, and like I had like I was the guy that was like nickel and diamond like LED lights for grow lights, and I had like five grow lights in my tent. I was like, at one point, I finagled a bunch of LED lights I was selling, and I mean, I mean, like because I worked on someone's website. <laughs> anyway, I like well, my point is, <laughs> my point is, I thought about growing weed one day. And now I have the ultimate. I can get anything I want free of charge. I mean, it's like, it's like I'm very blessed and thankful. Thank you is what I'm trying to say. Thank God. Thank whatever. I mean, those early days though, when there would be stacks of LED, literally fifty boxes of LED lights in our home and I'm like running it out of our front door like stacking like like a pyramid like a supermarket display of Charmin in our living room <laughs> LED grill lights I'm like well here's some LED grill lights oh my lord anyway I sold I just sold those like crazy man I love selling stuff anyway <laughs> Strange days. <sighs> I know it's a little. I got became a little obsessive with grow lights at one point. But anyway, <laughs> that's what's going on in Dave's grow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. Bye. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. <laughs> It's the end of the show. Here we go. Hey, what's up? That's it for episode 168. Did you have a nice episode? I did. Are you sure? Yeah. There's a lot of sharing and caring going on. You guys, this was just a purge. So it was verbal diarrhea, brain dump. Yeah, that's all. Got it all out. Get it all out. Um, Sometimes when you're in an artistic blockage... You, gotta, you just got to dump some shit out. You got to poop it out. And maybe the next one will be better. Maybe. But I feel like this one was pretty good. I do too. <laughs> I gotta say. It's a lot. Uh, a lot of you, talking. A lot of gum flapping. What will we do now? Um, let's see. Well, we already ate that weird stuff. We ate a keto food. We ate a egg roll in a bowl, which is a favorite. It's good, but you know. Um, I hung. If you're hungry, I can make. I want green beans. I can make the chicken and green bean thing if if that pleases you. Mm. Um, we could watch TV of some. We could watch Atlanta. Okay. We could. Um, we can watch uh anything you want. That sounds nice. So I think that's it. Does that sound fun? We can smoke some weed. We could listen to we could listen to our Charlie XCX record if you wanted to. Of course, it's you're part of the decision of the box It's not just me. That's correct. So, what do you think? I think all of those things sound. Okay. 
Well, then I'll leave you to choose. All right, guys, that is it for this one. <laughs> we will be back again very soon. Hopefully. God. We will. We will. With another episode. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind. Smoke weed every day. Bye. 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 Send in those letters. Bye. Bye. Send them in. Thanks so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review in Apple Podcasts to be shouted out on a future episode. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, stoned. Follow David on Instagram at what's going on in Dave's Grow. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the stoner mom and follow Happy Flower Company on Twitter and Instagram at happy flower hemp. Thank you.